Welcome to the Super Senpai Podcast. This is a bi-weekly, episodic, tokusatsu-related podcast where we're talking about fights and tights. I'm Pat. And I'm Grant. And uh, it's great to be back. We had a bit of a hiatus there, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, things happen. Life. Gets in the way. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do about it? <laughs> new year, new resolution, more pods, that's for sure. <laughs> finish finish what we started at the very yes. least. <laughs> Ooh, so uh what what all's been going on with you in various things in the toku fronts and so forth? Well, we just got through the holidays, which is I mean, I think we probably could have recorded sooner, but uh it, it, we got, you know, guests coming in, it's Christmas, it's New Year's, it's it was unrealistic to try to schedule it any sooner, I think. Yeah, it was a whole thing. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the reality of it, right? Like, right. We, we were ready, but not <laughs> not ready. Beyond that, I'm still reeling over Spider-Verse, man. Like, so you got really to see Goku, it? But yeah, I got to see it. Awesome. Uh, there's a picture of me I posted um, up on Twitter. And uh, I got to say, I think the face that I'm making there is a face that I have when I was five. <laughs> that kind and, of joy yeah like that was before the movie but i was still feeling like that after the movie like oh wow that's, that's a that's a good feeling oh i'm so eager to see it i want to see it so bad mm. <sighs> well good i'm glad you enjoyed it man it's it it looks like a whole like just a great experience mm. are you going to see it again i might depends <laughs> uh it's, it's scheduling now i sure. would certainly i would certainly go and see it on a tuesday night when it's cheap <laughs> or something yeah i definitely need my wife and i need to get out and see it soon we've been wanting to but just had the stars have not aligned <laughs> mm-hmm. been watching anything toku no and i actually should be that weekly zeo night we had going also kind of got put on hold from all the holiday stuff mm. so hopefully that'll pick up soon or we'll set that up again maybe next week well good good yeah, I was wondering how the the, the experiment was progressing with uh, the normies. <laughs> mm. They li- honestly, they were liking it. It was just like all the holidays in the line. People have other things that they got to go to, other commitments. Sure, sure. As we understand. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I actually have been watching a fair amount of Toku and Toku related stuffs. I I believe last time we recorded, I was still watching SPD Power hmm. Rangers SPD. At this point, I have finished it now, and I think I'm good with saying that it's if it's not my favorite Power Rangers season, it's probably tied for my favorite. Wow. In my mind's eye, Lightspeed Rescue was also really, really, really good, but SPD was just, I mean, it's just kind of everything you want, I guess, and like it, it definitely like what Power Rangers can be as an adaptation. I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, I tend to be a bit of a sucker for the 
more professional teams, quote unquote, the ones that are part of some organization or something like that. So like your time, your time force and Lightspeed Rescue, like I said. So I, I, I'm just kind of already a little bit ready for something like SPD just because it's, it's kind of a group. But it, it was really good. It had a great resolution. It was good thematically, really great fight choreography. I pretty much just loved it top to bottom. So that was exciting. And I've started watching a bit of Magi Ranger, or Mystic Force, I guess, uh, the Magi Ranger adaptation, which is different, very different. I, I can, I think a lot of people, at least in the PR fandom, tend to not care as much for Mystic Force. And I hmm. can sort of see why, just because coming off of SPD, it's a big tonal shift and theme shift. So maybe that's part of what it is. I mean, I can't say for sure, but so it's, it'll be interesting. I'm still watching Kuga. I'm maybe a third of the way through Kuga right now, and I'm just like, I, Kuga is so good. Oh my god, it's it's so different, but it's I think that's part of what makes it so appealing. It's just not like a modern, not like a Neo Heisei type mm. thing. So I'm really really loving Kuga. Been watching a bit of Copy Ranger uh, because I've have been picking up the Shout Factory sets that as they've been coming out, and I'm working my way through Kaku Ranger right now. And of course, I love that because it's very very silly and ridiculous. It's my kind of thing. I really love the Cock Ranger suits. Like, oh yeah. Even the first time you see them, I, I hope I'm thinking of the right ones because they they show up as the Alien Rangers and Mighty Morphin, right? Correct. Yeah, the the quote unquote Alien Rangers, which is right, just, hey, yeah. we we really need to use these suits since mm-hmm. we kind of just like didn't. <laughs> yeah, but I I think uh, I can't remember which one it was, but I had a figure of one of them, and I just really I just like looking at it. I think it's a dope suit. Like it's clean. Yeah, they're really clean designs, and they're like, it's very interesting to me, the Cocker Ranger designs, because they're so very obviously ninjas, and so very obviously kind of Super Sentai Power Ranger types. It's just interesting how such simple designs can be both at the same time, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, that's, like, even if you just saw one of them, you're like, that is a ninja, but also it's some kind of Power Rangers mm-hmm. person. Like, it yeah. doesn't, like, they, they, they sort of elicit both themes in the most, in a very clean, kind of minimalist way. So I'm I'm really I'm really digging that. But it's a good series. It's a lot of fun. It has a giant kind of Ninja Turtle truck cat bus thing that I'm in love with. That that's wow. really great. Yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. Let's see. That's I think that's all the Toku I've been getting up to. I've been trying to to catch up. I mean, life life happened, and I sort of fell behind on a lot of stuff. But I've been trying to get back at it. So hmm. so do we want to get on to the news then with all the happenings and, and so forth. In fandom? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I kind of haven't been paying too, too much attention, but I'm maybe well, you're closer. There's lots to cover. So first off, Beast Morphers is going to be coming out. If I don't know if it's February or March, but now that we're in January, uh, the Power Rangers adaptation of Go Busters will be releasing within the next few episodes of the time we record. So that that's exciting. New year, new PR season. That's always going to be good. And I think the it'll be interesting. I think it'll, it's specifically because it's a you know it's the first time it's been under hasbro so it's just kind of a new era i guess and i think for a lot of people coming off of i I haven't been able to watch ninja steel yet but it seems like my taking the temperature of twitter at least has been that it's not been the most well-received season either ninja steel or super ninja steel and i know a lot of people soured on dino charge very late in the game even though i haven't i've seen the first season of dino charge i've not seen the second season all the way through uh so i don't know exactly when people drop off but apparently there's a there's a pretty big divide near the end so i think for a lot of people there's a lot of excitement at just kind of the possibility of sort of new new creative control new direction for the franchise and all that so so yeah that's exciting that's coming down the pipe the other big 
element that I, at least to me, is that uh, Toei has announced the new theme slash season for Super Sentai, following up yes. after Lupat, and that's that's right. Yeah, Ryu Solger is that is that how it's pronounced? I was seeing. I probably butchered it immediately. Just cut the mm. feed. It's over. I'm done. <laughs> Should have stayed. Well, going. I mean, I've, I was <laughs> seeing a lot of like back and forth about what it actually is, but mm. I mean, Ryu Soldier seems like seems right. I guess it seems like I see an read. L. Yeah, there's an L in it. I think, but that might just be the URL. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, mm. it's it's Dinosaur Knights, the Dinosaur Knight season. Um, mm. So, what's your feeling on that? Coming off of, I mean, we, I think we're in a. It seems like we are pretty positive on Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger uh, mm. and our bubble. At least what I see on the Twitter bubble is pretty mixed. But what, what's your feelings mm. on, on Dino Knights as a theme for the new season? Just kind of in a vacuum. Well, with Knights, I would kind of expect to see more uh, armor pieces. And they kind of have it. Like, I'd have to pull it up again, I think, to see, to get a feeling on it. But um, I would say mostly positive or leaning positive i don't know exactly what else we're gonna see from it especially coming off of lupot where it's like they're they're very tight and sort of almost sneaky with some of the elements that they put into the suits Mm. Um, this one seems a little bit more straightforward but not a bad thing i think seeing it in action will make a difference (laughs) i i um i thought it was gonna be dragon and night themed with the ryu but i guess not so i don't Mm. like the fourth dino series i guess Di- i mean right, obviously right. dinosaurs are you know solid overall so it's not really it's not a bad thing but sure dinos yeah, number I mean, four dinosaurs i mean it always works i mean it's one of those things <laughs> yeah. where it's 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 the theme i started with it's the theme that that i am always happy with like mm-hmm. I, I never get tired of it like they, you know, mr john toe could say hey guess what right after this dinosaur night season it's another dinosaur season i'd be like yes please thank you mr <laughs> toe like you know, please, sir, can I have some more dinosaurs? Like holding my bowl open for him. Um, so I'm I'm always a fan of dinosaurs. I think then I like the suits, like the, the look of them. Mm. I think mm. they're much busier. I, I agree with you. This this season has been almost uh, maybe not minimalist, but but sneaky. Maybe is the right word because the way they hide those little design elements in here. These are very loud. Mm. Uh, it's a very different take, and I I kind of dig it. You know, Sentai can contain multitudes. So, but I mean, I'm always a fan of dinosaurs. You really can't out dinosaur me i really can't can't go wrong with dinosaurs i'm always going to be excited for it but that'll be starting in march so you know we got a couple months here to finish up uh finish up lupat <laughs> yeah yeah and i think seeing the first roll call will make a difference i feel like it's it's really tough to judge the suits alone seeing them in the henshin sequence seeing them in the roll call mm. that's a totally and then seeing them like just in a static image that's it's not the same thing at all. Sure, sure. And that's always, the, what is it, The like the Gintama. Uh, Gintama is a anime that Sirachi, the, the mangaka, he's a very, very clearly a fan of tokusatsu and things like that. And uh, one of the title cards or one of the, the splash cards for Gintama is like, it's this super long episode title, but it's like you every time you see the new Super Sentai series, you, like you're not on board, but by the end, you're sad for it to go or something like that. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure always start nervous. And then that first time they pull out the gimmick, you're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. So are we ready to get into our sort of pre-episode review before we watch the episode? Yes. Okay, so um, for recapping, we're going to talk a little bit about episodes 30 and 31, and then we're going to watch 32 together. So episode 30, and I'm just doing these real quick. Episode 30 was a, a red-focused episode, both for Keichiro and Kairi. Basically, 
Keichiro is going on a day trip and Kairi accompanies him. Both of them are sort of doing so under false pretenses, but the sort of overarching theme of it is that unbeknownst to either one of them, that you know, where they're both hiding their intentions, Kairi is trying to spy on Keichiro for Noel, and because Noel doesn't know why Keichiro's going, and uh, it's because Keichiro is doing an undercover deal uh, with some mafia types, some Yakuza types that uh, happen to have the fire engine versus changer, and he's trying to buy that or at least get it from them. And the sort of emotional theme of the episode really is Kyrie feeling like he's not a very good person compared to Keichiro, who he sees as being very similar to his older brother, sort of a pure-hearted good person, whereas Kyrie thinks of himself as being very selfish and um, not a, just not a good person. And I think the nice kind of payoff for the episode is Keichiro and Kyrie are having a red-on-red battle in the warehouse where the deal was supposed to be going down, and Keichiro tells Kyrie to go ahead and take his plane and take the fire engine and go save people because he can get there faster, um, which is kind of like the big sort of the big element or the big sort of standout moment for the episode. I think in a previous episode, uh, there was a similar situation, but he lamented not being able to do it. Here, he willingly accepted that Kyrie would have gotten there faster. I can't yes. remember the exact situation, but I remember. No, you're, you're right. I had forgotten about that. No, I had forgotten about that. That's a, that's a good point. That's a nice little bit of character development there. I'd completely forgotten about it happened. Then episode 31, we get a lot more internal strife on the side of the ganglers. There's a lot of very early on between, um, is it Destra? I'm trying to remember now. It's Ghosh and Destra, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, Ghosh and Destra are talking about just kind of the general situation going on. And there's a lot of back and forth about the collection, sort of strife on their team, things about, you know, debts being paid or whether they're not paid. And the but so there's there's just kind of a good kind of glimpse into some of the gangler motivations. I think particularly important is that Destro refers to the collection pieces as as the boss's collection, which is as far as I'm aware, that's kind of the first reference we have to them seeing them as like because we've talked about in the past not knowing what the interest of the ganglers is in the pieces of their special powers, but calling it the boss's collection makes it seem like he had these before. Hmm. But then the sort of the bigger plot of the episode was that we have a gangler that willingly turns themselves in to the mm. uh, Pat Rangers. There's a lot of interrogate. turns out they're like a really sweet, almost like very kind gangler. There's lots of kind of funny interrogation bits, and there's all sorts of things going on in this episode. Noel seemingly very cruel. It's kind of a, a Noel and Lupin X and uh, Pat Ranger Pink episode, um, both sort of playing off of each other about how to handle this gangler. And it turns out the reason that uh, Noel's being so cruel is because the collection piece that the gangler has sort of inversely affects their emotions. Like the the more evil they are, the nicer that piece will make them. So as soon as they take the piece, this seemingly nice turning himself in wonderful gangler turns out is actually like super cruel and terrible and has this kind of like face cuckoo clock oh, uh, yeah. motif. <laughs> and uh, but then the sort of even though they they end up defeating that creature. The kind of the big payoff is that Ghost shows up with a new gangler that is this sort of demon hamster thing. Uh, but the thing is that it has like four safes on its body, and Ghost takes the other safe and adds it to it. So now he's got like a, he's got five safes on his body, and so we get this kind of implication that Ghost has just been using them 
to build up these this monster or maybe other monsters too and the team tries to take out i think that the monster this multi-safe gangler can uh i think he undoes the pat rangers in their their tri-combined form and seems to be impervious to other attacks and things like that kind of at the end of the episode so i really enjoyed this episode i enjoyed both episodes um mm-hmm. i think the, the really one of my favorite little things is it's i think that either the, the piece itself or one of the the multi-safe ganglers powers is called bad boys which is just kind of <laughs> great <laughs> yeah yeah uh-huh. but no i really enjoyed both of these episodes quite a bit actually yeah we get a little bit of building towards something and uh the i'm always interested in the approach of a bad guy trying to be good or mm. I was like, oh, is this like a new ally? Are they going to have this like new friend? And then, you know, the ultimate like disappointment that no, this is a monster. Try it like a true monster. And it was the Lupin item that was messing with him the whole time. Just uh, <laughs> despair, despair. Zawas, always. Yeah, uh, I think it's interesting, too, that we're seeing more. I mean, we, we've mentioned before that we want to know more about the ganglers, but we're seeing more of a little bit more into their the various sort of battle lines and that they're not all unified and i think given that the heroes aren't unified this season i think the more maybe in this kind of we're, we're moving into the third act you know the sort of the final stretch of the series hopefully we're going to see more of that as well just like if we're just going to have multiple sides kind of on all fronts battling each other that'd be nice to see but mm, mm-hmm. so uh for episode 32 uh do we have any predictions or any thoughts before we head right into it uh, I think we're going to see more about that multi-safe monster, but beyond mm. that, I don't have anything. <laughs> Me either. So, you ready to watch that episode? Yes, sir. Let's do it. This And we're back. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, it has been a while since watching an episode. <laughs> yeah, it has, hasn't it? It was good to be back, though. Good to be back. Mm. So, do you want to do a quick little recap of the episode's events? Yes. So, this was a follow-up to the previous episode's uh, multi-safe monster. They addressed the fact that they couldn't sort of cheat their way out of it, or the, the Lupin Rangers had couldn't cheat their way out of it by making duplicates of Kyrie like they would have. Um, because of the bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? The, the bad, they just the, they can't do it. Um, so they actually had to team up. Keichiro and Noel had to duel. Noel had to force him into a duel to uh, agree to assist them for this. Um, so they duel. The multi-monster shows back up. And we see the result of the, that the result of the duel was that Noel had won. And so as a team, they sort of not necessarily begrudgingly because they accepted the terms of the duel they mm-hmm. go ahead and fight and they win we get to see a cool uh finisher from them um but then noel goes back to the scene to reflect on it and uh it turned it seems that keichiro had thrown the duel because of something that noel had said i think that was mostly it, it was a pretty straightforward episode overall did i miss something well i mean do we want to talk about the really big reveal at the end there with oh yes that's right um and yeah 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 uh the reason that keichiro had thrown it is because either he was interested in finding out well noel what, what it was is that noel had said that they are collecting the lupon items or the lupon collection 
to reach, to save their loved ones. And so that, that definitely caught Keichiro's attention. So either he let that go or he was actually in shock about it. But it was clear that he had thrown it because of something that he had learned. Right, right. And Noel specifically saying, help us get our loved ones back. He didn't really mm-hmm. have a lot of time. They were He, he shouted, shouted it during the duel. So mm-hmm. there's still some questions for Keichiro coming out of it. So uh, from my perspective, I really enjoyed this episode. I mean, I think we got to see the... I really enjoyed this episode. I think all the set pieces really worked. The opening scene that was uh, in between the buildings and had some really good perspective with the, the Lupin Rangers on sort of a, I guess like a balcony in between the multi-safe monster and Pat Kaiser. And then that turned into a little fight there on that ledge. I thought that was a really good just kind of sequence. I enjoyed the battle with the multi-safe monster that was near uh, in this sort of indoor atrium with the statues and the white and the gold and everything like that. And I think the the duel with Noel and Keichiro underground also worked really well so kind of all the i guess the environments in this one were really really distinctive and exciting and i think it really helped add a lot of weight to what was going on yeah and i i I said this while we were recording it but i'm pretty sure that underground shot was a set they used in common writer gaim and then again in common writer x aid just like i was like oh cool i haven't seen this in a while so pretty sure that's what that was um I love seeing. Oh, I forgot. It's just X Kaiser, right? The I believe Mekashiva. so. I believe so. Yeah. So I love seeing Mekashiva um, and the <laughs> finale attack that they <laughs> they use for it is it's a real fun one. Like even though it's kind of just like punching the air, um, punching and kicking the air, all of the um, the VS vehicles fly at the enemy and then also fly back, and I think it's just mm-hmm. a really cool effect. Uh, oh, and then the, um, uh, when they were when they were beating the uh, the multi safe monster on the ground, that uh, that sweet final smash <laughs> was I, I just enjoyed that one. Uh, yeah, that was like, good. They did, like they cut to another area. There's this like cool filter on it, and everybody mm-hmm. throws their attack, which we've seen usually, but I think none have been as intense as this one. Yeah, the 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 sort of the the nighttime kind of background or cityscape or whatever. That was a good, good backdrop for all that. Yeah. Right. No, I agree. It was a lot lot of good, big splashy attacks this episode. Obviously the sort of X Kaiser is so ridiculous as to defy practical effects. But um, I also enjoy the sort of all the vehicles fly out. It's just completely ridiculous. Like it makes, it makes absolutely no sense. The vehicles just kind of launch forward, leaving these giant multicolored trails Mm. They just sort of fly out and come back under just, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It's just great. Like, it's just like, look well, at all I mean, my toys. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, That's right. I well, because, yeah, and usually in the situation you're like, oh, I'm throwing my weapon at you. Or I'm, like, cutting through the air and it's a big slice. But it's really just like, my parents have a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, it's literally just like. It's just like, I'm going to truck at them. Like, it doesn't even, it doesn't even attempt to be, they don't even say like, oh, time to load up our, it's not even like a gun that shoots 
cars or something. It's just toys flying at them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's interesting that again we got those hints last episode about the ganglers didn't really feed as much into this, but we did get a little bit more with Gosh with sort of feeling like she was experimenting to get it all just right. And it is interesting that we're sort of seeing that confirmed that she's getting them destroyed on purpose as part of her testing process. Right. But I, I, even though we didn't really get much follow up on that, I was I was glad for what we got. A lot of Noelle's actor really got to sort of flex a lot of uh, range this episode. And I, I think he pretty much sold every scene that he was in. So mm-hmm. how do we feel about, uh, about Monsieur Butler here? Yeah, that's right. So at the very end, he was being pretty shady about uh, what was it? Noel had noticed something about one of like the binoculars, I think, that the, the, the ghost was using. Mm-hmm. And Kogre kind of was like, uh, and what did he say about them? And they're like, oh, not nothing, just that he they, he's familiar with them. And he's like, oh, okay. And then in the middle of placing the Lupin collection in his uh, archive there, he, he just kind of bailed. Like, <laughs> very unsafely just ran out holding a bunch of cell phones, which is just, <laughs> it's just not smart. Even if you are like a ninja butler guy, come on. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's all we mentioned this in the, the during episode commentary, or I did, but uh, it's interesting that the in this episode we got to see a lot of versus changers. We got to see all the um, collection pieces were flip phones of some variety from past seasons, uh, and yet when Kyrie Kyrie threw a the toy blimp like the toy Zeppelin at one point, and it's like the Zeppelin somehow seemed more current than all those flip phones like something about a bunch of flip phones just feels incredibly outdated i don't know how that works i really don't but it's just the way the mind works i guess but yeah so 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 the butler didn't even take the time to put all of the pieces into the book he just sort of hustled out as quick as he could which makes him especially with all the uh i i think at least for me i think with with the additional strife going on between the, the ganglers and the sort of, you know, subterfuge and, and cloak and dagger stuff going on there. Now that we have, there's going to be, I feel like there's going to be a little less tension between the Lupin Rangers and the Pat Rangers. Now that Keichiro is sort of wondering, wait a minute, are they actually trying to do this for a good reason? Now maybe they're going to lean more into the Butler Dunnett theme, so to speak. Mm. And play up that, all that uh, drama, espionage and so forth. Yeah, that could be interesting. So, do we have any other final thoughts or anything like that before we get to our Twitter questions? I got... Nope, I got nothing. Okay, well, I think we just have one today, but give me uno momento. Here we go. Okay, so we do have one question tonight. This comes to us from uh, Amon Drask, who is, I think, one of our uh, newer listeners. He's been... Uh, they, or they've been talking to me a little bit on Twitter, and uh, I think they've consumed all of our backlog pretty quickly. But oh. uh, they ask, if, uh, which, bless them. If the if the two of you were to become Sentai heroes, I already like where this is going, what colors mm. would you fit best, as well as the animal slash vehicle slash etc. as a motif and a weapon? Bonus points if you pick a name for your combined mech. Always glad you guys are back, which, yeah, we're glad to be back too. So, yeah, we've we a lot it. to go through here. Okay, first off, what color do we think fits us best? That's a toughie. Uh, we can't just be two reds, right? That's cheating. <laughs> I think that is cheating. Oh, man. I tend to enjoy Black Rangers. Hmm. Not, um, what was his name in Zoo Ranger? Uh, Geki was team lead, and Gyo- was it Gyodai? It was Gyodai. He was, like, very wise and strong. Um, and, of course, I enjoyed Zack from MMPR. 
uh, and I'm watching Kaku Ranger right now and getting a real kick out of Jiraiya speaking English all the time, just while everyone Ooh. else speaks Japanese. So I, I enjoy uh, Black. So I guess I'd go with Black probably. Hmm. If I can, if I can, if I can call an audible, I'll take Black with the some sort of gold accoutrement, like the sort of either it's the dragon armor that you know uh, Burai had in Zoo Ranger the green ranger or, or something like that some kind of gold flare because i think the black and gold or like kind of like how um the black ranger in uh, or gold ranger in zeo or o ranger had that giant kind of gold armor for the shoulders i think that's just a really great look so i'd, I'd want to be black with some kind of gold armor piece thing i'm gonna go with blue um well these days probably you know, this isn't really a thing or as, as common but these days i lean more towards purple and for a time red was more my color um but from i want to say from the beginning i was more drawn maybe this is simple as like he had glasses too but because um, <laughs> i mean that sometimes that's what it takes but i i, right. I like billy a lot sure and I, I there's a picture of me that i still have to find that is um the blue ranger for halloween and nice. so gonna, and so I'm, yeah i'm gonna go with the blue on this um, okay but to match your gold um i'm not sure exactly what details here but some kind of blue with silver highlights i think oh, I like silver that. accents on it i like that, that I, think works. I think that'd be really cool okay now we have to do the animal or vehicle or what, what's, what's our motif Oof. that's um, a, a toughy. this that's is hard amazing. yeah nothing insectoid i don't really do insects that's not really my thing hmm. what animal would it have to be Let's 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 keep it to something you can have as a pet. Okay, so what pet would I be? Okay, that's a, <laughs> you know what we'll go with uh, we'll go with a hamster, but like my mecha attack is the, like the hamster ball. Like wow. the mecha is inside right. a giant like hamster ball and like runs really fast and like rolls over enemies. Nice. I'm, I'm good with that. Okay, what is your house pet combo? <laughs> yeah, this is very definitely unique. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Something to have as a pet. I mean, you could have bugs as pets, but yeah, let's stick away from that for whatever reason. <laughs> hmm. This is a real on-the-spot kind of answer. I, I want to say cat, but I don't want to say cat. Like, it's like it feels too on the nose somehow. Maybe maybe like one of those hairless cats? N uh, no. <laughs> you don't want I'm like sorry. giant... I'm sorry, fans of hairless cats. I don't need it. <laughs> you don't want like That's the giant not... mecha wrinkles? Like the giant like metal plates mm. smashed together <laughs> no 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 mm. put some really weird restrictions on this but i made you do it so i can't, I can't even what about what about house cat but instead of just house cat it's like when they when people put those little toy lion's manes on their house cats so you oh look God. like you, your mecca would look like a lion but it's like a house cat dressed up at like cosplaying as a lion <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> Okay, how about, like, uh, this is such a weird team, but maybe, like, some kind of, like, a bird you could have as a pet? Okay, like, a, like maybe, like, a like a parrot? Well, no, too big. Maybe, like, a parakeet, or just something small. Okay, sure. Some D does your small, okay, because it's a <laughs> because thing. Because it's a pet parakeet, you're just, it should just be, like, in a birdcage, and the birdcage is, like, a UFO that can, like, wow. fly around, <laughs> and then mine's that... in the hamster ball. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, all right. So that's the vehicles. The vehicle's yeah. a bird cage. So the, yeah. and a... 
I don't know that. Okay, yeah, this is a this is a different form. I, I don't know if this would be the main one, but I'm into this. I, this is fun. <laughs> so clearly, clearly, our team name is Pet Ranger. Pet like Ranger. clearly, <laughs> and now we yeah. need to figure out our weapon. I think my weapon would have to be something. I like the weapons when they don't necessarily have anything to do with like the theme. So I'm just like just like a trident, just like a, a straight up trident. Like what? why not? Okay, Ham- with like little hamsters and for the the tips, <laughs> a kind of a pole arm thing. Fine. Yeah. So then, deadly hamster trident. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> As you so do. We'll grab bag answers here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta let the people what we're, know what we're about. No. Yeah. Gee whiz. So something's not. I. I can't have a. I was gonna go with a scythe, but that seems a little bit. You can no, that's great. You're like a morbid parakeet. I love yeah, it. just a bit. We're like, oh no, 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 no. okay. It'll the be gr- like dual sides, like or like the sickles or whatever. Oh, the little hand ones. Yeah, little hand. Yeah, ones. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, with a chain or without a chain? With a chain. Okay, got out the good chain. With that. I'm good with mm-hmm. that. All right, so there we go. All right, I like our our pet ranger team. Pet Go pet ranger. <laughs> and then I think we need our giant robot, which is made of two things. A hamster, so like a hamster wheel or a hamster ball in a cage. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the hamster ball is the chest, the bird cage is the head, and then the hamster splits and becomes the legs, and then the bird attaches to the back, and the wings are the arms. Yeah, you see what I'm saying I guess so. Yep, and then maybe the the like they they can wield some. Oh, I don't know what our our final attack is. That what's our final smash, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> Um, somehow you've combined the trident and the two scythes, and to everyone's disappointment, it's actually just a giant laser. Nothing like maybe the bird, maybe like the size are like the handles, and like the bird wings that like clasp onto them and like fire hmm. down the long, like the pole part of the trident. It's just oh like yeah, a super yeah, it's like, it's, it's like a it's like a rail gun, but it shoots yeah. sides. Size. Yeah, it's a, it's a no. It's just literally a real gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. I love it. And its name is. Uh... Oh, the gimmick is that we can put different forms of like pet food in it. Oh, and it okay. fires like different effects. Oh my gosh! Because and it doesn't matter what you put in because it's gonna it's a railgun. It's gonna fire it at such an accelerated speed it'll just blow through any enemy. <laughs> sure, yeah. Wet food, dry food, pellets, um, those little cricket things. No matter what you put in, it's just lays waste to its enemies. Sure, it's perfect. It's it's flawless. <laughs> well, I guess it's like pet Kaiser then, or yeah, pet Kaiser. Clearly, sure, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. There it is. I mean, obviously, I didn't know we were going full Pet Ranger with this, but it makes perfect sense. Now that we're here, now that we're here, the journey makes total sense. (laughs) All right. Well, that was it for our Twitter questions. Um, Thanks so much, everybody, for for being patient with us. We're glad to be back and looking forward to hopefully catching up on Lupin Ranger vs. Pet Ranger, bringing you guys some more special episodes before uh, Ryu Solger is out. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe we'll check that out. We'll see how that goes. We'll do something else. Um, We don't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to the Super Senpai Podcast. We'll notice you again next time. Super Super Senpai Senpai Podcast. Podcast.